From WREO News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your coronavirus North Carolina news brief for Monday, July 13th, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Here's the latest from WREL.com. Confirmed coronavirus cases are growing in North Carolina after another record-breaking weekend. Saturday marked the highest number of daily cases North Carolina has seen yet, 2,462, and the highest number of hospitalizations reported on a single day. According to state officials, about 23,000 coronavirus tests are being completed each day, and about 10% of those come back positive. But as more testing sites open to meet demand, many locations are booked solid. In a statement Saturday, Dr. Mandy Cohen, Secretary of the State Department of Health and Human Services, said, quote, record high numbers like today are concerning. We all have a responsibility to one another to wear a face covering, avoid crowds, and wash our hands often to get our trends going back in the right direction. The rise in cases in North Carolina reflects a similar trend throughout the South. Also this weekend, Florida shattered the national record on Sunday for the largest single-day increase in coronavirus cases in any state since the beginning of the pandemic, adding more than 15,000 cases, as its daily average death toll also continued to rise. North Carolina public schools are set to open on August 17th, and there is no sign that cases of the coronavirus in the state are trending downward. Governor Roy Cooper has not made an announcement on how school districts should reopen, if schools should continue online learning, operate at 50% capacity, or if they have the option to have all their students back in school at once. Meanwhile, a growing chorus of public health experts is urging federal, state, and local officials to reconsider how they are reopening the broader economy and to prioritize K-12 schools, an effort that will likely require closing some other establishments to help curb the virus and give children the best shot at returning to classrooms. On Friday afternoon, a judge said North Carolina prisons are out of compliance with a court order. A month ago, Wake County Superior Court Judge Vincent Rosier Jr. ruled that conditions in state prisons were likely unconstitutional in light of the global COVID-19 pandemic. In that June hearing, Rosier ordered the state to take several actions. The North Carolina Department of Public Safety, which oversees prisons, needed to create a plan to test all people in state custody for COVID-19, limit transfers between prisons, account for disparities between prison responses to COVID-19, and expand the criteria that would allow people to be released from prison sooner. In Friday's order, Rosier wrote that the state has, quote, failed to comply with the court's directions in several meaningful ways, and that the court is, quote, extremely concerned by the apparent indifference with which defendants have treated the court's orders. Rosier ordered the state to provide more information and stated he will appoint a court liaison to monitor the accuracy of information submitted to the court to be paid for by the state. Friday's order also required the state to provide evidence to show it is following the court's order, due July 27th, including a detailed plan on preventing the spread of COVID-19, the state's plan for early release from prison, and the plan for protecting new intakes to the prison system. The judge also ordered the state to provide weekly reports to the court, updating all parties on their progress starting July 20th. The state has until this Thursday to appeal the case to a higher court. Unless a higher court takes action, the state is bound by Rosier's orders. If the state does not appeal, or if the appeal is unsuccessful, the lawsuit would move to the discovery stage, where the plaintiffs would be able to request information from the state and interview state staff. Then, the case would go to trial. And lastly, a Republican state senator in North Carolina has tested positive for the coronavirus. 
Senate President Pro Tem Phil Berger announced the positive on Friday. Lawmakers were in Raleigh this last week for a brief legislative session, and the senator, whom Berger didn't identify, took a test before the session and was negative. The senator hasn't had any COVID-19 symptoms, but he took a second test on Thursday after lawmakers returned home because his wife was scheduled for a medical procedure. This time, the test came back positive. Senator Danny Britt, a Republican from Robeson County, later identified himself as the one testing positive and apologized to his colleagues. The positive test comes as face masks and safety procedures became a partisan debate during the legislative session. Berger and House Speaker Tim Moore have recommended masks but haven't required them. Even those lawmakers who wear them often take them off to debate, which is when they're most likely to spread a virus if they have it. The only pandemic-related requirement at the legislative building has been a temperature check at the door. But because Britt is asymptomatic, it wouldn't have caught him anyway. All other North Carolina senators have been notified of Britt's status, Berger said, but there was no immediate word on plans to test legislative staff and others who are in the building this week. Britt is at least the third person tied to the legislature who has been infected by the virus. An unidentified lobbyist tested positive after meeting with lawmakers during their session last month, and a cafeteria worker in the legislative building tested positive in early April, when the General Assembly wasn't in session. This has been your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Monday, July 13, 2020. If you like the information and resources you get from this show, let us know. Leave a rating and review wherever it is you listen. Plus, while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. Thanks for listening.